I'm walking back. I just had sex. I was so excited. And I see a prostitute in the wall. And she's like, you want to have fun, honey? I'm like, I just got laid. She's like, good for you. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept going. <laughs> just walking through like uh, down Main Street, like whistling. Yeah. I just got laid. <laughs> Hey, Sean. Yes, right? What's your biggest regret in life? <laughs> what, if we, what if we did just like totally like switch the whole vibe of the podcast and everything was just, just super so sad? What's your trauma? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. Did we ask this on the pod already about if you knew what how hard the comedy business was, would you have started? Yeah. yeah y- and yeah. my answer is no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. Same here. If I don't knew it was going to be this. I think it's always 2020 hindsight, but as uh, if you listen to the pod, you know, I was almost a cop. And by almost, I mean, not really. I just went through the test and, and couldn't couldn't climb over a fence, but um, I couldn't do the obstacle course. But uh, I get so jealous now that now would be when I would be retiring as a cop. Oh, really? I, yeah. It's like you'd be starting your bar. I'd be starting my bar now and, I, and I'd have a bunch of money to do it probably. But I also that's 20 years of who knows, you know, who knows what would have happened in the in the 20 years of being a cop. You know? And I would be <laughs> living <gotten> shot. That's <laughs> true. And I would be living my secondary dream. What's that? A vigilante. Oh, yes. I wouldn't and have I, had the badge. Well, you know what it would have been? Instead of the bar, I would have been, my white whale case would have been chasing you down. Yeah. And like, then finally this, you would have had Batman type of vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like finally you would have had me. Yeah. And you would have let me go. Yes. It would have been. Like that would have point, been the end. Point break-ish. Fast and the Furious-ish. Gone in 60 Seconds-ish. Gone in 60 Seconds, which is a great movie. Where you're like, Zawadney, I got you dead to rights. And I'm like, I just saved those two kids <laughs> from that assassin. <laughs> and you're like. <sighs> uh, I just chuck you the keys to my car. Because yeah. your car was smashed up because it was saving the kids. I'll give you one day. Yeah. And then know I'm coming for it. A one-day head start. Yeah. I'll give you... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the... The Gone in 60 Seconds one is what? Ale, not Alephanto. Delroy Lindo and Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. And he... What is it? Like, he gets there... A brother's love is a brother's love. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm actually a big Gone in 60 Seconds head. It's really good. It's a really good movie. Is, is it... It's Tony Scott, right? Isn't it Tony Scott? Is it Tony Scott? I don't know. Well, it's worth it. Uh, we saw The Flash <laughs> together. We did see The Flash together, which also had Nicolas Cage in it. It it did. Spoiler By the alert. time this comes out, if you <laughs> haven't seen it, you're a loser. And also, if you're hearing about this, the spoilers with The Flash, just so you know, they're not like, it's not like actual real cameos. No, it's kind of weird. And I don't even think Nicolas Cage showed up for any of the filming. I think it just CGI'd his face. Yeah, no, there's I he look it looked like a drawn cartoon. on. Yeah, but it made sense in the scene, but it looked really drawn on. Was that a mosquito? No, I don't think it was. I think it was just a fly. I've been getting bit up, dude. But anyways, uh that's that's not important, neither here nor do you think rich people get mosquito bites? It's not good. really, probably not. Um that's a good question. I know. I think I think mosquito bites is mostly like a Lower middle class to poor person issue. Do you think concern. rich people houses have maybe there's a thing we don't know about? They have some kind of low hum, like almost like a dog whistle that we, yeah, that, like that kind of like their their pest control is so good. Mosquitoes don't even come near their house. You, you never see like a stockbroker on the train scratching his ankles. 
You don't? No. No. You never see a stockbroker on the train. That's true. That's one fair. past like maybe the first couple of years of the job, maybe. But that's fair. Um, oh, but go back the the Flash. I've I've been actually hearing a lot of hate on it. A lot of people not liking it. Oh well, our own personal friend Sean Murphy, a uh, friend of the pod, yeah, a uh, friend of us ourselves, we said it was all right. I think, considering it's DC and considering all the hype around it, I thought it was really good. Nope, time out. Sorry about that. Don't that's, worry about it. That's never happened to me before. It's happened to you. Where your phone's ring. Do you know who it was just calling me, by the who? way? Sean Murphy. Was it? Yeah. Probably to shit on the Flash Probably some to more. shit on the Flash some more. He said it was just all right. And the, Okay. And I gave him shit back because I was joking around, but you it categorically wasn't just all right. It was a good movie. Even if you think it was good, you can't say it was all right. I fall when when it, when it comes to like superhero stuff and superhero movies. I do. I love superhero, com- I like comic books. Growing up, I I love Superman. Like I like all that stuff, but I do kind of like when it comes to movies. I fall somewhere between like the one Scorsese quote about it and like a diehard at this point. Like I think up until like Endgame, like they were like good movies. Now it is just kind of like an extension of a amusement park ride. Well, you could say that for Marvel, but I think DC now with the James Gunn thing, they have this opportunity to kind of legitimize their world and not have so many flops. Like they, like Marvel, that is unpre- It was like twenty movies in a row that were at least like really good. Pretty like, good, yeah. What was the, the first Thor kind of sucked and whatever. But I, but I just mean like. Fast and the Furious, for example, as another like big IP, is like a thrill ride. You're watching it. Yeah. You're not going there for like art. No, but to be honest, I I appreciate what it takes to even pull off the littlest scene in those movies. Like sure, that that's also what Scorsese and Spielberg and all. Well, Spielberg probably respects it in a way because he's a big blockbuster. He guy, was, but, yeah. But Tarantino and all these like auteurs. I think that um, what they should realize is that there's an art in setting up a, 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 a car racing a submarine and a car going to space. And yeah, it's goofy as all hell, but, yeah. but it's one of these things where it's like, well, to make that look as fun as it does and not just look completely dumb is, is a skill in itself. Well, to weave it into a narrative, too. And after they've had like 20 of those or whatever, not 20, but how many do they have? Fast and Furious? Yeah, like t- 10. 10. 10. They've Plus had 10 of those. Hobbs and Shaw. To keep up with the the racing and the chases, make them still interesting is really hard after 10 of the movies. To keep thinking of new stuff that would, would make people go, oh shit, as you're watching it. And they do it. This last one was good. It was real good. It, it was good. Also, a Jason good- Momoa, good, good villain. Oh, the, I, I was going to say the uh, the Flash, though. Oh. The, Good theater experience for us. It was a great theater experience. I thought it was a good theater experience because there was nobody. I, I didn't have to tell anybody to pipe down. We almost. Well. You thought about it? There was somebody, a woman to our left who was talking. They were talking, her and her dude. Oh, uh, shoot. That was and my boy. That was your buddy for that you met at the snack stand. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, you, and then. Uh, he he had um, straw butter hack confidence at the theater that I couldn't get away with what was you said he did the straw oh straw using the straw the butter hack you know you know where like you have like the. you mean that he aimed it right and he did it correctly well no you know how it's like hard to when you're buttering the popcorn yourself it's kind of hard to get it on 
everything like you usually just get like the top layer and then you're getting you know drier popcorn as you as you go further down the bowl yeah there was this hack that came out years ago probably like 10 years ago where you stick a straw down the center of the popcorn and then you push it so it like just goes into the straw and then you just separate it throughout it's like a real like little like fat fuck move and i don't have the confidence to do that there's a certain way you have to be moving the popcorn at like moving the straw. No, it has to do with me doing that in public, being oh. like, "Oh, yeah, this fat fuck really needs to." I thought you meant there's like a technique. No, there. no, I could. I know the technique. I could do the technique. I'm just saying, like, like, a, like a safe cracker. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the, the 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 sound of the popcorn, the butter hitting the, hitting the popcorn. I'm just saying, I don't have the uh, confidence for the aesthetics when somebody's going like, "Yeah." Obviously, yeah. That. That's you know. One time, I one time we went to uh, I think it was like Ben and Jerry's or something. I was with my family. My dad was a bigger guy, and he was holding somebody, one of ours, our 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 ice cream cone because I think we were like tying our shoe or something. Uh. Then he had two ice cream cones in his hand, and my mom witnessed somebody like pointing to my dad and laughing or whatever it was, and she told she for some reason my mom told me. Uh, either later, she didn't, not at the moment. Later on, she told me what happened. She's like, I, I couldn't tell your dad. And I go, why? Because he would get upset. I mean, he would, he would get sad. And she goes, No, you would kill the guy. <laughs> 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 he would have just fucked the guy up. That's what I, I mentioned that about my dad before. Like, jolly dude, big jolly dude, really friendly, like lovable guy, loving father, but had a like had a yeah a rage thing. Yeah, definitely. Did you? But like, that's what I'm saying though. Is people walking past me holding two ice cream cones, right. Or me doing that? I don't have the confidence to be like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I want butter on my popcorn. I really want popcorn. And they, you know, they're. I, I don't want to. I, I don't like the idea that they'd be making. I don't have that confidence that they'd be making fun. Like, like when we said we wouldn't order certain foods at a place or like certain things like. Like one of those big fat fuck sandwiches sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I won't do it because I, I don't. It's like, obviously, I'm doing that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it's insecurity. Purely maybe, insecurity. Totally. And maybe that's a goal. That's a vision board goal. Let me get to a point where I eat whatever I want in public any way I want or do any kind of food hack. And I don't care. I give a shit what anybody thinks. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the food version of pea shy. Like, I, would used to, I used to get pea shy at the urinal. In fairness, the older I get, I don't get pee shy. You don't get pee shy. No. In fairness, though, it does keep a governor on me. It does keep me from going off the deep end. Would you say governor? Yeah. Like a like in a car, you know, like or, a governator, or like, a, like some type of vehicle <laughs> where there's a governor. Like it's a it's the thing to keep you from going. Like you could put it on like an engine. Oh, I didn't. Where know. it keeps you from going over a certain. I didn't speed know it was limit. called a governor. Yeah, and so you can't like go like you know a hundred miles an hour on a golf court. So you think public. Jesus Christ, I'm I'm having a stroke. I think Why I, I I I don't know if you've heard this about the last five minutes on here. I haven't said one word correctly. I'm I'm talking like uh, I sound like John Fetterman. The, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, I saw that. Yeah, he calls the guy like Brian Kylo or something. He's from he's from like Pittsburgh. He was the mayor of Braddock, the town that my grandfather still lives in. Yeah, he was that for like years, and like he was beloved because he was like. Like a no nonsense, like a man like of the regular people, guy, yeah. a man of the people, and wanted to rebuild this pretty dilapidated town back to like its glory. And I mean, he's had 
severe health issues and clearly he seems to be in over his head and like i mean you he can't finish a sentence is that all the time now yeah i mean he had this debate he had he debated dr oz last year because that's who was running for it's it's a the government is a circus now politics is a circus yeah wait but wasn't he okay then to no like like there's a debate it's kind of humiliating (gasps) oh But he still won. He still won because Dr. Oz and is people love him. a fucking monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I saw when they, it was with Biden when they bring out. Yeah, I just saw that today. I thought it was just because he, the recent thing that he had, he had a, he had a, break, a bit of a breakdown. Yeah, I mean, he's like since I would say like his stroke. That's what I mean. But, but your both. breakdown was that was a mental health thing, too. Right. Okay. He said both on top of that. And they're still, they still have him in office. Yeah. How are you not taking They're still out? letting him speak in public. How? <laughs> That's your home state. I'm sorry, dude. Like, if it, it's, it's again, he's fucking, he's a big dude. He's basically pouring butter through the straw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if, if I'm, if I have a glaring weakness or a glaring thing that I'm not good at, I don't want it put on broad broadway you know what i mean i don't want it like right on main street where everybody could see this guy is not a fucking talker stop letting him talk well not just not a talker isn't there a mental health thing as far as the office goes that you can you're not mentally fit for the job i would hope so shouldn't they have grabbed him out of there the minute like but it's nobody nobody seems to care no i guess people just ignore it nobody seems to care about twitter yeah, and then online people like making remixes of it on TikTok uh, and all that kind of stuff. Just destroying them, making fun of them. Maybe he'll just spill the beans about UFOs. That's what without realizing it. Yeah, let's hope let's hope that happens. No, that's all. You, that's, that's all not. you wish for. That's the only reason you watch the entire State of the Union address. You're like, okay, yeah, I don't care about foreign relations unless they're really, really foreign. <laughs> well, it's also let's not be ridiculous. He's not going to blow the whistle on UFOs. He's not going to be read in. They're not going to tell him about UFOs. No. Not, he has, he has, it's, a, it's a need-to-know situation. And he's not going to remember. And he's not going to Or be able to articulate it, <laughs> apparently. Um, but I know what you're saying. You're saying, like, don't want to be embarrassed in public. Me? I never want to be. Like, why, why would you? Um, I, 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 I never said... No, I don't know anybody who's like, loves it. Nobody... People... That's the thing. That's why people are amazed that... When you do stand up and like I can never do that because they're just like the, the the high probability of not doing well on stage. It's like it's kind of funny that you're we're talking about this because our job is has the potential of being embarrassed embarrassed on a nightly basis, but we don't think of it that way because we we do it so much. We're like bad sad bad sad. We can deal with it. Well, not the name drop, but when you had me fill in as co-host on your serious show, when we had Whitney Cummings. She said something really smart about stand up, is that we are trying to manage our own humiliation. Or manage our own embarrassment. Yes. Which I think makes sense. Doesn't make sense. Because I'm somebody that has a deep insecurity of not wanting to be judged by the public for putting butter on my popcorn with the straw or, you know, having videos of me being inarticulate or whatever it is. Like, that's like one of my biggest fears is, is strangers making fun of me. My thing is, that's why the Burke Kreischer thing to me, it was so crazy because taking my shirt off, like there's, there's people ask, I've asked me to like, I tried. They've been like, "Oh, you want to audition for this thing? You have to take your shirt off." And I, I, I always will say no. Dude, we. I mean, we filmed that video last year of the hot dude training, oh, which yes. was really funny. But I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't 
handle how I looked. And I remember talking to multiple people about it before I brought it up to you because I was I was like I was like I don't want to, you know, ruin this if it's going to be a big thing. And then somebody asked me, and I forget who it was, and they said, if it went viral and got a million views, how would it make you feel? And then I said, still pretty embarrassed that a million people saw. <laughs> and they were like, well, then you got to mention something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, oh, I to know. me, before yeah, you said I yeah. edit it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was in the same boat because I was like, I look rough. Like I, I and I have the pale. At least you have you got some tone to your skin. I got a little bit of tan. Yeah, I am like my, when I when I I'm wearing shorts right now, and people, my friends will just immediately are like, "You have the whitest legs of anybody I've ever met in my life." You got some pale legs. I have really pale legs. I wear pants all the time, and I'm super Irish. Do you burn bad in the summer? Yeah. Yeah, you will. I I manage that now better because I'll cover myself up or I'll do the sun, sunscreen work and stuff like that. And I don't, I'm never hanging out at the beach enough for like four hours straight. Like, I, even when we go to the Rockaways, me and Megan and Owen, we'll, I'll I'll go over and grab his lunch or I'll go I, I'll hang out by the water with him for a while. But I'm like kind of I'll wear a shirt most of the time and the hat and then glasses. Mm. I, I look like the Unabomber at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Covering up at the beach is like a uh, is a necessity when you look like this. Like I, because I will get like it's still. But when I was a kid, and when you're a kid, and you're willy nilly, and you're like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I would get like quasi sun poisoning and like nauseous. I, I've gotten be, that head to toe red, and like where it's bad, bad. I haven't gotten that in a while. You know, it's painful. It sucks. I remember my <clears throat> so my sister when I was like 19, she got married in. Mexico. I told you about this. This is when I wore the uh, tuxedo T-shirt. She wasn't thrilled about it. Yeah. And uh, my brother-in-law's dad came and hadn't been in a pool in the sun in like 30 years. And he just jumps in the pool in his in his like jean shorts. And people keep going, hey, it's like Mexican sun. This isn't, you know, this isn't. This is, yeah, we're near, we're near the equator. This isn't a pool in Pitts, <laughs> a swimming pool in Pittsburgh. Yeah. This isn't, you know, this yeah. isn't, uh, you know, a, a amusement park. You know, this is like serious heat. You got to put some sunblock on. And he's old school, you know, super blue collar. He's like, don't fucking tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. He had to be like. <sighs> Get destroyed. Like, had to have like a on-call doctor come and see him. Ooh. He was so sunburned and like sun poisoned and fucked up and sick and like. You know, like, I, I guess, you know, I, I, when you get that type of, like, sun poisoning, like, you're, like, throwing up and shitting. Yeah. And, like, it fucks you up. I've had it where I've thrown up. Yeah. Yeah, but it, like, destroyed him. Oh, yeah. That's, everybody that's got bad. sick on that trip. Really? From that or from Just from random food shit? And well, all everybody was doing was just getting shit-faced in the <laughs> sun. Middle of the sun drinking a glass of tap water. <laughs> for 72 <laughs> hours straight. Yeah. Yeah, that'll... You, know, you never... Nobody ever, like... You're on vacation, you're like... Especially... Places like that, you're not gonna rain anything in. Yeah, you know, especially when drinking's involved, and like, and d- d- day drinking in Mexico, I that's that's why I don't day drink, dude, because the sun just makes me feel like I don't, I get groggy. Like we went to a birthday party at the beer garden for Kevin McCaffrey, and who I love with all my heart, and I left like I stayed for a few hours, but like I never like full on go after it when when you're in the a sun. day drinking. Yeah, it's my favorite way to drink. A lot of people, it is. Yeah, yeah. barbecue, you know. It's always good, but I, at least that makes more sense to me than just like, hey, it's uh, just at a bar during the day that's outdoors. It was well with the uh, with with the Mexico thing. Everybody was just dropping like flies. 
Like getting like <laughs> it was a murder mystery. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but but by the time we got to uh, <laughs> the culprit is tequila. <laughs> <laughs> or like just the worst game of Clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Cuervo <laughs> in the swimming pool. <laughs> but we uh, with the worm. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Uh, it ended up the last night. It was just me and my mom. Were the last like two <laughs> last two people standing. two men standing, and I must have ate something that swelled my tongue up. Oh, I've never had that happen An before. And I was on the plane the next day, and like I was talking like this. Oh, yeah, just like a full swollen tongue. I was talking like this, like Bill Murray in Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, <laughs> like, professional that I respect. Yeah, I was just talking like this the whole time, but uh. The best thing that I did there besides the tuxedo t-shirt when I was in Mexico that time is I would get so drunk and I kept telling this one like older Mexican lady bartender that I was going to bring her back to the States. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she didn't believe it, but she kept just fucking with me yeah. every time. Yeah. And uh, like it was like you were like flirting. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know if you were actually flirting. No, like I was. I was. That was my move. Was she... Uh, yeah, it was all attractive. It was all in fun, huh? Yeah. How old were you? Like twenty something. Right? Nineteen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> was she what? Was she sexually attractive? No, but she was hooking me up on drinks because we oh. were having fun and we were goofing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we we were like buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. she was like double my age. I don't know, you know, which is younger than me now. But I was just like, I was like, you're gonna, I'm gonna get you your green card and we're gonna figure things out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which is the whitest line in my How many I times? know, <laughs> dude. And again, I was wearing like either a tuxedo t-shirt or like a white blouse. You know what I mean? Like a billowy. A puffy shirt? Yeah, like like running around like goddamn uh, like some type of Mexican drug lord. You just become like really, 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 really uh, <laughs> snotty and go, how'd you like to come back to civilization with yeah. me? Yeah, and, l- and live at my mom's house <laughs> right outside of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I remember, I, um, I've never gone to Mexico. Really? Yeah, but you made me think of a story when I went to Las Vegas, and then I was like 22 maybe, and me and my friend, we both slept with these two, two women that were probably like my age now. And yeah. I told you the story, didn't I, no. already? And we were, like, we were at the Harris Outside Bar with the trick bartenders, which are, I never get sick watching trick bartenders. You mean like cocktail? Like cocktail Tom guys. The guys that throw, put a toothpick in their mouth, throw up a cherry, and the cherry lands on the toothpick. It's crazy. And they flip the bottles. They do the whole cocktail. I've never thing. seen it live. I saw it live there. This is years ago. Harris outside bar on the strip, right? We were loaded, me and my buddy. And then these two gir- women were like, <clears throat> we were hanging out with them. And one of them was like, I thought she was really attractive. My friends the next day were like, she was not attractive. <laughs> but whatever. I was, we were both drunk. So do? I went back to her hotel. I never told you this. And no. then... She either was one of two things. I was still kind of drunk. We had sex. First time I, t- first time I ever encountered uh, fake boobs. It was exciting for me. My dad swore oh, by fake boobs. I don't mind them. He I, I think them. they're great. I love them. And they were like two rocks on this woman's chest. They were hard. They were like, they were just, they were just like, like handicap handles in like a bathroom <laughs> stall. <laughs> and just hold on to them. And, uh, and it was fun. Everything happened. But either one of two things where I either saw her put back on a wedding ring or she opened the drawer for some reason and there was a wedding ring in there. I can't remember which one it was, but I saw a wedding ring and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, so I'm, I'm like 20, yeah. I'm like 21 
I didn't say anything about that because she got, she was trying to hide it from me, and I was like, all right. But I was the I was the 21 year old that was like, so what do you want to do now? And she was like, I'm tired, honey. I'm gonna. I'm like, all right, cool. I just walked <laughs> out and the walk back to my. You just hotel. skateboarded out of yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> radical. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a cow, man. <laughs> and on my walk back to my hotel, which was like a long walk, probably a mile, two miles. And I'm walking back. I just had sex. I was so excited. And I see a prostitute in the wall. And she's like, you want to have fun, honey? I'm like, I just got laid. She's like, good for you. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept going. <laughs> just walking through like yeah. down Main Street, like whistling. Yeah. I just got laid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> the weird part about that story was Actually, that somebody beat you to it, sweetheart. <laughs> Free of charge. <laughs> Free of charge. It's a married lady. She must be sad. Anyway, have a great <laughs> night. Um, but the, the weird part was the I'll never forget the ring. I can't remember if it was I think it was on her hand and she like turned it in. But I don't know why she wouldn't just wait to put it back on yeah. tonight. Or it was or I saw it on the and the drawer. I can't remember because it was so long ago. Or it was the get the fuck out of here move. No, why would she just oh. have, like, she would have showed me it like uh, like like the put a ring on it yeah. and yeah. Um but it was fun. That was like for a I think it was just like a straight up trip. I don't know if it was even a bachelor party. I had a buddy one time call me. I was I was on the road doing uh, a show, and I'm in the hotel room at night, and I get a call from him super late. And this dude's like kind of a notorious wild man. And I get a call from him, and he's talking like this, like real <laughs> silent, like you know what I mean, like trying yeah. to you know like keep his voice low. He's like, dude, I don't know, man. I need your help. I need your help, buddy. I'm up in Harrisburg. I was doing a show here. And uh, and I was uh, I was, was like at the hotel and I was hooking up with this waitress and I knew she was married. Her husband came and found her and was banging on the door. I snuck out somehow and he chased out me out the window or something. I, I don't I don't remember. He didn't give me like I didn't get the full details on that. He's like he's like, but I literally ran. I'm I'm at this park. <laughs> I'm hiding under the bleachers. I got no shoes. <gasps> I don't have a way back into the into the hotel. I'm just gonna have to wait it out here. I think this guy's gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> oh my god! And me, I'm just like a little buzzed up after like hanging out after a show myself. And I yeah. was like, oh man, ah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, so he uh, wanted you to go pick him up or go check out his stuff. He he just I, I think to be honest with you I think he was just scared and wanted me to talk. He said like I see a car circling around this park <laughs> I don't know and he's like whispering and his voice is real like muffled and I'm like dude I don't know what to do well, I don't know I, how to help you he's yeah. like he's like yeah he's like this guy's he's probably gonna kill me I don't know I'm gonna be dead and then he's like over like he's I mean he's fine nothing ever yeah, happened nothing with happened, it. Yeah. but like. One well, of the, it end up that it was the guy just never showed up. Never found him. Never found him. Yeah. How far was he from the hotel when he was talking to you? Do you, does, you remember? He you said know? he he said he ran like two miles. He oh. said like he just dipped. Holy cow! Yeah, he was so scared. That's like he said he like hurt his ankle. Like Ten minutes of straight hardcore running. Yeah. Like marathon running. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, it's wild. He was barefoot. And he was barefoot. Yeah, he pulled a John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> An infidelity diehard, <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it's but it's almost like uh, it was almost like a bit, like it felt like a bit at first. You thought maybe he was like when, with you. yeah, and then like I could tell he was like actually fucking shook and nervous. So then at one point he just went back to the hotel probably and grabbed the stuff. Yeah. Oh my god! And he knew she was married. Um, I think he knew. I I don't know about that. I mean, Wonder, was it Comedy Zone? Was it not the the Harrisburg the, the what's it called again? The I think he was doing. I, I don't know what he was doing. It might have just been like a produced show. Oh, uh, okay, or something like that. That place is that place is special. 
stanky. But he, uh, this is also a dude. Speak, we, we just uh, we just got off the heels of Father's Day. We did. He's one of the only guys who's like really like one of my only adult friends who's really spent some like hardcore time with my dad. We went on a trip together to a show. Like my dad was in town in Pittsburgh for some reason. He was gonna stay and drink at a bar by himself because he, you know, me and mm-hmm. him went for drinks in the afternoon. I was like, hey, I gotta leave for this show. I was like, are you get, I guess are you going back to Mike's, my brothers? And my dad was like, nah, dude, I'm just going to hang out here. I was like, by yourself at this bar. He's like, I'll meet some people. <laughs> and like, I didn't take that as a. Um, a good thing. <laughs> well, 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 I didn't. I, I, I kind of took it as like a bit. Like I knew my dad's like a very charming guy, but I'm like, he's not just going to like go in the wild and make friends. I actually ended up writing a joke about this years later. But we end up, I said, if you really want to. You come to Akron. It's like an hour and a half with me and my buddy. And uh, my dad drank a six-pack in the back seat. Kept bragging about how the hour and a half was a perfect six-pack ride. <laughs> he kept going, this is a perfect six-pack ride. He gets so fucked up. We're out partying after the show. I lose him. I'm like walking around the streets of Akron. I'm trying to find him. It was either, yeah, it was Akron. And I hear, like walking down the street, I could hear my dad's voice from a <laughs> bar, like laughing and cackling. And I walk over, and I'm about to go into this place to find him. And a guy at the door stops me. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! You gotta be a member, man. This is a, this is a members only club." I was like, <laughs> "Well, I could hear my dad in there laughing, and I know he's not a member." The guy goes, "Oh, Paul. Yeah, all right, you're Paul's kid. Yeah, go on in." And I walk in, and my dad is like holding court with these people. <laughs> That's amazing. And and there's there's the my dad's like oh Ray come over here come over here you come over here I want you to meet uh, Kevin and Diane and I'm like oh hey nice to meet you and he's like yeah he's like if we stay the night man we can go to dinner at their house tomorrow they're doing like a cookout and I was like what who are these do you know them he's like nah I just met them in here and I was like well we're not staying the night man we won't be there for dinner you know what I don't think there's many. People like that in the world. Yeah, he do that. That's a very good skill. He was a different animal. Different animal. Yeah, yeah. just a social dude. I always said he was he was a dive bar all star. Like that that was the, the joke the that I wrote. Came, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could leave him in any dive bar and he'll survive. Yeah, he'll figure it out. You know the thing? Is, I think you could do the same for yourself. You could, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I, I have I'm a little bit of far, it. In I, me. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't be shy. I don't. I don't think we ever. Put it to the. I don't ever put it to the test where I'm like I'm hang out here for eight hours. But no, but you're good at it to where like if you went to a bar by yourself for a drink, you would bullshit with people there. Yes, and hang out. Not to the point where I'm getting into a members only club, which yeah. is pretty. They all have members only jackets on. No, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was more. It was more like a like an Elks or something like that. Right, right, like right. One of okay. those things. Yeah. Like, Where's your membership card? And I was like, uh, he. I know that guy. I can kind of see him. He doesn't have the fucking membership card. Get him out of here. And he's like, oh, Paul, yeah, go in there. Like, I already knew the dude. And my dad, like, warned him that I might be coming there. Oh, he's like, okay. oh, my son might pop in. So. <laughs> but he, he, didn't, he didn't know that you knew that he was there. No. Uh, he just assumed you were just like, to find him. Because I left the bar that I was at that he was originally at, but he left because it was like it was kind of like a college bar. Yeah. A very college bar. And he just disappears. <laughs> Paul. Paul Z. Paul Z. But the, uh, yeah, I think we'd both survive, like, in bars, no problem. I've done it where I made friends with people at a bar and hung out. I was hanging out for a while. I had to kill time, and then I had it happen to me right after I got divorced, and I was, like, drinking too much. 
and I, I was like, was like, I missed a big audition, and I was just hanging out with random people in a bar. Were they fun? They were really fun. Yeah, they fucking that—that that was the turning point. I went, oh, okay, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm fucked up. I got, I got to get, I got to get on BetterHelp.com <sighs> yeah. ASAP. I gotta get and more figure this shit going. out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, when I was doing that, I knew it was related to the divorce, and then missing that bit. It was a big one, like a big that I would have been really good for, and I was really excited to do it. Oh shit. What and was it? Do you remember? I don't remember, but it was like a main. It was like a, a reg- series regular on something that, like, they just the description of the person was like, it just would have been me just talking, you know. That'd have been awesome. And I'm a very good actor, so it'd be not much acting involved. You know what I mean? Was it uh, Sean Hayes's role in Will and Grace? It's exactly what it was. This is the 1990s. <laughs> I was 15, but I was gonna play a gay gentleman named Jack <laughs> who has his own one-man show called. I don't even know his name. Just Jack. I don't even know his name. I've never seen the show. Well, you, what would your one-man show be called? Uh, Ray's here. Ray's here. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Is that like your cheers? Like your norm? Well, Ray's here. I used to say that like when I got on stage. Did you really? Like, Ray's your, here. Was that your catchphrase? No, it wasn't a catchphrase. You like a bow tie, like a funny hat. You come out, you go, hey guys, Ray's here. I did it because I was so like, <laughs> I wasn't nervous to start. I just never knew how to start a set. So I would just be like, What's up, everybody? Race here. How we doing? I kind of like that, actually. Do you know why I say it, though? Is when I was younger and we'd be at the mall, that was my brother's move to try to get me to hit on girls, is he would just push me into, like, like we'd be walking, he'd just push <laughs> me to a group of girls and go, Race here. <laughs> I. Do you know how many times it worked? Zero? Zero. Yeah. Well, to be honest, it's not that, it's not that bad of an idea especially an older brother idea i like that yeah. older brother. but uh to show you how sexually uh delayed i was we in front of girls at the mall roosevelt field mall in long island we me and my friends used to do that thing where you like you pretended to fall into object, <laughs> objects so there'd be like those those giant like metal garbage cans that were really noisy yeah and you do a thing where you you smack it with your foot and you fall over it and they would, people would fall for it all the time. We would just we would pretend that we just slammed right into the garbage can. I fell for the thing that you did to me the one time. <laughs> so to the door? Yeah. <laughs> That's another I was like, one. Dude, I'm fucking sorry, man. I was like, you all right? <laughs> That's another one. You just put your foot out first, and yeah, just act like you get smacked in the face. <laughs> it's so much fun to do. I only pull it out every once in a while because I'm too old of a man to do it anymore. Any that that uh. That the the raise here line would also come not just when he pushed me into them. If he heard like somebody in a conversation, like some like like a like a woman say something like, "Ugh, God, I just I just desperately need some dick or something like that," my yeah. brother would go, "Raise here, come on!" <laughs> just trying you know, to trying to wingman for me. You just reminded me of the other day. I was walking by this couple. It was the middle of the day. There was like kids everywhere. And loudly, this girl was talking to the guy, and I heard you heard just like a snippet of a conversation. It's the best part about New York City. Yeah, and then I don't know. She's like, um, just like she was talking about a growth. She's like, I don't know. I guess I like uh, to be choked. I like to be spanked. <laughs> loud as I'm, I am right now, and I'm walking by, and I'm like, Bruh? I was like Tim Tim Allen in Home Improvement. I was like, <laughs> she, but she was listening. It like the guy was like, Hey, when's your birthday? Like it was just, <laughs> it was so egregious, and I was like. Lady, you're in, you are in public. Can we have some kind of decorum out here? We're like <laughs> people with strollers and stuff. And she's like, "Yeah, I guess I'm into like BDSM. Uh, you would call it." We we may have talked about this on an older podcast, but do, do you think that you are somebody? Because I know I 100 percent am somebody that people 
overshare with, especially strangers. Because I, I, it I, has happened. I have that disease. It happens to me on the rig. I mean, it happened with the guy pouring butter. I, t- I was standing with that guy for 30 seconds, and somehow I left knowing that he met Ben Affleck before at the premiere of the movie Air. And it was a black guy, yeah. right? You don't usually get uh, chatty black dudes. You don't usually. I don't, I don't want to be. I don't know if that's racist to say, but it's true. I, feel, I always think of black guys as like kind of stoic and quiet and cool. Most black guys I know. Not like an oversharer. Not at all. Yeah, they keep the they keep his cards uh, close to the vest, yeah, as like, they would say. Yeah, like you, if you were a pry, you'd be like, none of your business. Yeah, mind, mind your, your business. business. Mind your business. But next thing you know, I looked over at him, saw him doing with the butter. I was like, veteran move. And he was like, yeah, man, got to spread out that butter. I got an extra straw if you want it. And I was like, nah, dude, I don't, I, I can't do it. And then uh, I didn't tell him the real reason why I didn't confess to him because I'm not an oversharer with a stranger. But let me tell you this. The fact that he was doing it and you were doing it next to him, wouldn't that kind of dilute the embarrassment factor because it was like like two- we're a couple of bros yeah like yeah or like yeah hey focus on him doing it not me doing it. i'm just kind of yeah the background it could have worked i didn't think I um think you know what through. i have people will overshare with me somewhat but i think i have a thing i don't know if i give out the i always think everything's a scam like to the point where the other day i was by lower east side and there's like always scams going on over there like there's like the, that whatever that phone service thing is like hey free phone and you're like oh they're setting people up for oh. no it's got to be something or maybe it's like a maybe it's actually is for real but i always see it and i'm like right whatever but this lady was in a wheelchair she was just in a wheelchair by herself like on the corner and she's like can you like point to across the street like get her across the street and I was looking around, thinking, I'm going to get knocked in the back of the head as I'm, yeah. as I'm, that's 100%. My first inclination was, somebody's going to rob me once I get to the other side of the street. Even though it's the middle of the day, that's there's 100 people That's fucked, around. man. I know. That's fucked. Dude, when I like see some- And I, did, I still did it. And I was, Oh, you like, did? Yeah, of course. I did it because I was, I realized I'm like, I'm being dumb. But I still, my first thought was, this is a scam. Either she's gonna ask me for money at the end of this, or she's gonna say, "Can you put me around this corner?" And there's somebody waiting. I, yeah, like I mean, I'll see something happen on the train that like I feel like maybe I should help, but I just can't. I, I'm too I'm too scared. It is well, a flim, somebody's a little, running a flim flam. That's a little bit right. That I think you have to like assess the situation because if it's money involved, I just go, I don't have anything. I'm so sorry. And I feel like I've run into some shady people that. I overly say how sorry I am about no money because I'm thinking like they might be, you know, those crazy people that are like, give, give me money. And then people like are a little bit rude to them and they just crack them in the head with a wrench. What? Oh, yeah. It happened like recently, multiple times. You never know. And you, people are out of their minds. There's a lot more shit going on in the city. I told you about that kid that hit me on a bike the other day, right? No. Dude, this, I can't believe I didn't tell you this. This, like, I was ready to snap. I was having a really bad day. And I was uh, I was walking from Natalie's to my house, and it's about a less than twenty minute, more than fifteen minute walk. Okay. I'm walking. I'm walking from Natalie's to my house. I got to go there for to work on something. And then two hours later, I'm gonna head back to her house. So on the way back, or on the way walking to my house, I'm on the phone with Colin, and I lose the call somehow, and I'm like getting ready to dial again. And I feel somebody like smack my shoulder pretty hard, like smack, like slap my shoulder. And I turn and it's these two like, I want to say they're like 13, oh. 14 max yeah. kids riding on a bike. I was like, yo, what the fuck? 
you know? Yeah. And the uh, one kid said something like, so like, shut up, you fat fuck, get out of the way. And like, they keep like driving. And I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, you're, I was like, fucking little assholes. And, yeah. Like, I yelled something like that. Pieces of shit. And then they just kept going. And like, I had that jerk store moment, which I know this would have been wrong, where I could have caught up to them, I think, running real quick if I would have like thought right in the moment. And but then why would you have booted one of the kids off the bike and beat him? <laughs> I wanted to a thirteen year old. Yeah, I wanted to. You were furious. Beat the sh- I, no. It, you, you were know, seeing red. I wasn't seeing red. I was just really like, like I had a day, man. Yeah. And and I was thinking like the whole rest of the walk back, I'm just thinking about like, you never know who you're fucking with. No, the kid could have had a knife on him or something. Or well, that, but also, like, he didn't know. Oh, he didn't know. Yes, hundred like, like, percent. Like, what if, what if he does slap the guy that's that doesn't take the two seconds to think of it? But, but so that's then, also a that's also a thirteen year old. They don't you don't give a shit when you're thirteen. You don't think any adult's gonna hit you because here's why it's I should illegal. Here's why I should have beat the shit out of those kids. Here's why. Yeah. On the way walking back to Natalie's, I'm almost ninety five percent sure it's those same kids driving by on 23rd Avenue and they dump a bottle of water on some dude throwing something in the trash. Oh, they were just riding around doing... St- they were doing like a like a Havoc night. Yeah, but in the daytime. Was it night? No, it was oh, night. It was nighttime. It was nightish. Oh, they were just little assholes. So part of me wanted to be like, I could have kept that dude dry. <laughs> I could have. You were, are you saying you were Oscar Schindler? Maybe I might be. <laughs> <laughs> I could have saved one other person. Maybe I could have been a vigilante. Maybe I should be the vigilante. You. I would. should start walking around Astoria. You should with a big Keep stick. Keep the thing safe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a baton. Well, did I tell you? I think I was a I was a victim of racism the other day. And it was teenagers. It was like a saying like, racist stuff doesn't make you a victim. What do you? What no, did no, you do? I don't. No, it wasn't me saying. Oh, racist stuff. okay. I'm walking past these three like black teenagers, and one of them I wasn't I, just, I was minding my own business. I look up, one of them looks right at me, and goes, "What's up, Greg?" <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Greg? What's up, Greg? And I went, I was like, "I'm not Greg," and I'm like, "Oh, I think that was a white guy thing." Uh, white guy, Greg is so white guy. It's very white guy. What's up, Greg? Greg, what's up, Greg? Like real fast, and but you know, it's one of those things where. You don't have time to think. Like I was looking down, I looked up. He was right in my not in my face, but he was right here and goes, Yeah. What's up, Greg? And I was like, that seemed racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, yeah. So I think, you know, when young kids just don't care. You know what I mean? They don't care, but I wanted to make him care. I was having a really bad day. I wasn't having a bad day. I was having a bad day like on the sadder end than on the furious end. You know, I was just having a yeah. what? What does it all mean? Like what was me kind of thing? Yeah. Well, not even what was me, but just really losing like faith and everything. Was that the day that we went to the movies? Because you were like bummed when I met up with it you. It was the next day. That's what I needed. Ah, uh, okay. The movie right. brought me out of my funk. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. I saw which which is something that can happen um, for me. That like I need something like that. Like I like just zoning out from the world, taking a break, and then coming back. Yeah, I don't disagree. I feel like I don't, because I, I don't. I've never minded uh, being by myself. I've never, I never like movies by myself, meals by myself. Never thought much of it. Like, I mean, meaning I don't get, I don't feel embarrassed. I just, I like being by myself at times. Me too. I used to not. 
But I like going to the movies by myself. I like going, like grabbing a bite by myself. I like grabbing a cup of coffee and just sitting by myself. There are those types of people that just like can't do anything alone. I know, uh, uh, whatsoever. And it's it's, I need to be around people all the time. And um, I get it in a way. But I, the older I get, the more I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay, just doing this alone. And I'm like, like I said to you another time on the show, is like, not being invited to stuff. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Doesn't matter. Did I tell you about a move that I saw switching gears a little bit, but it still has to go with people seeing live performances or seeing, sorry, like, uh, like confrontation has to do with confrontation. Um, uh, me and Natalie went to see that play, which was like very intimate show, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just one guy with a tape recorder and probably an audience of like 60 Mm -hmm. and like the audience is pretty close and we're in the third row. And then in the front row, I see this. I see this interaction happen, where there's a lady who like clearly has like some type of disability. Like she came in with a cane, and she's kind of like I guess she was like kind of swaying while she was sitting there watching the show. And an old dude behind her taps her on the shoulder and goes, "Can you sit still?" Jesus, I think he's a prick. Yeah, that's safe to say. Especially if he realized, like he was, was it. If you were sitting behind her, would you be able to tell? If you were directly behind her, see, I didn't notice it. I saw her come in. Right, but they were both like old as fuck. Both people, her and the guy. Yeah. And what did what did she say to the guy? She didn't say anything. I think she was probably kind of embarrassed. (laughs) He's an asshole. He is an asshole. Because there's 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 a ramp up to that. You have to go. Excuse me. Can you just do you mind? And then, and, and then what happens? She turns around, and maybe that's when it becomes obvious. Hey, I I have something here. And then that's when you go, oh shit, okay, and try to switch seats or something. Or I don't, you know, what I can't tell you. He would have been fine. It wasn't that type of show. Like if you just leaned, you could see everything. Okay, okay, okay. Like so uh, you're just an asshole. I think he was. I think it, her like movement was probably just bothering him. And it's crazy to me when you realize like. When, when people that age act like that, because yeah. like, aren't you the people that talked about like politeness and, you know, uh, you know, that think like, you know, the society is going to shit. And it's like and then you act like that in public and, you know, they lose that. See, see, that's probably what it is. I mean, that's probably one thing like naturally out you and yours and my need to people, please will round off yes. as you get older. But I don't think I think I've. I think that's when therapy can really help because I don't think I'm going to get ever get to the point where, yeah, maybe you get a little bit because you're getting tired and you're a little bit more achy and stuff like that. But I think I would hope to understand the human condition more where I wouldn't do something like that where it's like w- the pettiness goes away. Like it was the, a dick move. The selfishness and the pettiness of being like, out of my way, off my lawn. Yeah, he was like, could you sit still? Yeah, yeah. He's just an entitled They were like prick. uppity rich People, oh, sure there everybody you go. There, you there know. it is. You know them, yeah. you know me, and the Richies. Don't Not like the a rich. fan. Uh, let's wrap this bad boy up, my friend. Let's wrap it up with a bow. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been another fun episode, Greg. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, definitely, um, if you're a fan of the show and you've been listening, thank you so much. Uh, but if you haven't already, make sure that you're subscribing to our YouTube channel. Um, like, like, and comment on our videos. Uh, 
Make sure to follow us on TikTok at Brandon. Tell Jerks your friends Pod. about us. Guys, the, the YouTube is, is paramount. So if you're listening to this as a podcast on any of the platforms, please, please, please move right over to the... Um, it's in the description of the podcast, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and move right over there and subscribe to the YouTube. We have, we're have we actually starting a thing today where we're going to be putting more videos on the YouTube. So uh, please, please, please check those out. Check out our yeah, personal... YouTube exclusive stuff. We're yes, be only out. YouTube. Just, uh, just that will live on the YouTube. So uh, a couple of fun segments that uh, that me and Sean are going to bring to you for free for on f- YouTube. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you, don't, you don't pay a dime. You don't pay a dime. You're losing money if you're not free subscribing. Free 99, as they call it. If you're not subscribing to our YouTube, you're losing money. Absolutely. And check out Ray on Instagram at Ray B Killing Him. At Ray Zawadney, I changed it. Did you really? I did. All right, so spell it out. R A Y Z A W O D N I. You got your actual name. Yeah. Wow. And I'm still at Shawnee Time on Instagram and uh, at UFO Street on Twitter, but I've only been retweeting stuff on that. <laughs> do Do you want to know why I changed my Instagram name? Um. Be- be, uh, what by? Well, because Raby Killingham started off as kind of like an inside joke, because when a lot of like comedians that I started with, all of their uh, like handles were like ridiculous shit, like uh, like like Frank. Keep them laughing, Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So or, you were like making fun of it. I was kind of making fun of it, but uh, the joke really doesn't really make sense anymore. Nobody gets it. And then also, I heard somebody telling me their Instagram name, and they were like, yeah, it sucks, you know, that it has to be this, that I can't have my own name. And I was like, oh, I have the luxury of being able to have my own name. Yeah, you should. So. Yeah, I should have been the go-to. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.